0: Good morning everybody. It is your Thursday chit chat. We are going to talk about our TikToks of the week. But before we get to that, um, what's new with you? Mm, I didn't know you were going to ask me that. Probably nothing. What's new?
1: Um, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> Do you home? really nice painting? Did you see the
0: Facebook picture? of?
1: She's I it. so good.
0: Did she draw that and then she paint? painted it?
1: Yeah. She drew it and painted it on canvas. Is it she was, somebody uh, that
0: can look at a picture and like duplicate it very clearly? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the
1: process was. She did that in art class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was like, a. it was, a, she's really into the Simpsons right now. And so she like painted this picture of Mr. Burns with like his little thing that says like excellent, but it was so good. I'm, yeah. that is not from me. She does not get that from me. I, if I'm going to draw a person, it's going to most likely be like a stick figure and right. so I don't have right. that, that capability. Um, so it's it's really cool to see that she kind of excels in in art and stuff. So I was yeah, I was really proud of that picture.
0: That's awesome. Um last night I went and watched Walker work at his restaurant. He works at a um farm to table type of restaurant. Like I would probably um, love it. Completely organic, everything. Um, and it was just like we were we were eating, and it was my mom, um, Walker's partner, Isaiah, and myself. And it was just like we were eating and we we're like, this is what food really is supposed to taste like. Yeah. Like unprocessed. Yes. I was day. eating, I was eating broccoli and it was like, this is what broccoli really tastes like. Not, I don't know. It was, we, we eat broccoli yeah. all the time here, but this was like straight from the farm, literally farm to table. Yeah. Um, and then we had this crème brûlée. Oh, they made homemade marshmallows.
1: Wow. Cool.
0: So good. So nice. Good. Um, I did
1: make your, I did make the, uh, Green, green bean casserole. I can't add red pepper flakes because the people I live with cannot handle spice. I love it. I like, uh, I love spicy food. They can't deal with it. Um, so I didn't add that, but I think it did taste better. I think I was just under seasoning it and it was just oh, like, yeah,
0: you got, you got to over season. And plus, um, before we did red pepper flake, we did garlic, garlic, salt, garlic, garlic powder, powder. Or garlic salt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. whichever. I mean, I think those are like, yeah, I good.
1: didn't add that, but that's
0: a good idea. It kind of just gives a little bit of kick. So yeah. All right, well, let's dive in. We are going to talk about our TikToks of the week. As you guys know, we come on um, every week and kind of just rehash TikToks that we think need a little bit more discussion or ones that we saw got a lot of discussion. Um, and we just love to like keep the conversation going. So why don't you go first? What was, yeah. cause I love yours that you're getting ready to share, because I guarantee when people watch that TikTok of yours, there were people going, Ooh, shit sister. Like you hit the it fucking mark. It was sent to lots of people. It, it was, was shared. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, so
1: my TikTok was red flags on a wedding day. And I'd love to hear the feedback on this. And I, I put, I, there was a bunch of them in there and a couple were when the couple does everything that their family wants them to do, but nothing that they wanted to do as a couple. Like okay. that's a red flag to me. I, is really- let's,
0: let's talk about that one. I think I think that's a sign of you don't care enough about your wedding that you let your family members kind of run the show and dictate yes. for you. Or just they have too much control. And then right. that
1: will kind of start showing Carry up over. The relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not mm-hmm.
0: good. Mm-hmm. Another
1: one is when the bride or groom is drunk before the wedding even fucking starts. Before they even get there. That's, the,
0: that's a red flag to me. I would be livid fucking pissed. Yeah. I mean- to me, I mean, okay, you want to have a couple beers to like, you know, ease off the tension of having to stand in front of a whole bunch of people because you're nervous about that. Okay, do a couple shots and, and we're good, you know, get get warmed up a little bit. But to be shit-faced.
1: Yeah.
0: whoo, heads would roll. Heads would roll as the queen yeah. would say. Uh,
1: there's a few. I'll just do a couple more. Another one was when, when the bride or groom... It's more important to them to hang out with their friends and like get wasted than actually spend time with their spouse on that day. Yeah. I feel like that is, that's, that's a red flag for me.
0: Yeah. Did, okay. So did you see the TikTok the other day? I I think it's, it's newer that just came out. It was of, um, a groom standing up at the front of the altar and it said, nobody saw this coming. And it's his wife does a voiceover the whole church or the whole, wherever it was at. I don't even know if it was in a church, but she comes over the whole PA system as the whole crowd of people are in sitting in the pews or chairs, whatever. And, it, and the camera's on him and it's her voice that comes over and it says, Hey babe, I just wanted to tell you, I'm getting ready to, oh, oh my God, I'm gonna cry. She's like, I'm getting ready to open the door and see you for the first time becoming your wife. And she's like, um, I'd never, what'd she say? Something like, I don't regret anything it took to get here to this point to be your person. And like, wow. she says like, like three or four really, really nice things and the camera's on him and he just hears her voice and he just starts crying. And then the doors oh, open. The- it was just like, like that kind of romance. Like, yeah. Oh. Like, you know, like, yeah. And him showing emotion of hearing her voice. He was like, he goes, this isn't fair. And like he just starts getting really emotional. Yeah, that's That kind right. of, that kind of just like, Thoughtfulness, like you could just tell those two people were each other's best friends. Yeah. Like it was just you could feel it in watching them. Uh, yeah. as, as she's walking down the aisle, she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. Oh. And like, oh, it was just like, I want that person. I yeah. want a person that's gonna be like
1: that's for any of you, watching. any of
0: you watching too. Yes, like any
1: any red flags, put them in there. What red flags did you miss? Or what red flags do you see at other weddings? I want to hear about it. So then this one, this is the biggest one for me, and I will die on this hill. Is the violent smashing of cake in the face to a partner who like didn't expect it or like clearly did not want that to happen and is upset that their fucking hundreds of dollars of makeup and hair are ruined and they have stains on their goddamn dress. Oh god, I'd be pissed. That is not a good sign. That's all I'm gonna say. Not a good sign. Five red flags for me on that one. Um that's i i would not if i were ever witnessing that i would immediately be like yep i
0: that mean yeah the people that like full-on tackle each other and like are like stiff arming and like trying to smear with the other hand like if you're
1: so if you're both uh, into that i guess whatever like it's not a judgment thing like if you're both if you both are loving it fine but when one partner clearly is not appreciating that happening and the other one is doing it anyway, yeah, because it's entertaining to them or like whatever their reason that that is not good.
0: Yeah. Somebody put the whole day was a, a big so was mine. The whole day. Yeah, the me fact too. I, the fact that I Ooh. eloped, um, I, that's a huge red flag. The fact that I got talked into this, I'll never forget, like when he said, Hey, let's get married, I'd only been dating him for 60 days okay red flag number one um red flag number one was meeting him but that's a whole nother conversation but anyways he took his old wedding ring to the jewelry store this is how chivalry was not even existing in my relationship took the his wedding ring that had diamonds in it from his first marriage to his first wife took me to the jewelry store with him told the jeweler i want something for her that this covers so i got like this silver ring with like this, like speck of a diamond in it. as my And I was with him and he's like, there was no me picking it out. He was like, I'm only, only show her things that are in this category of whatever I can get for this. I know his wedding ring. So that was like, and I, I, for some reason I look back on that and think, okay, he was being smart that we weren't going to be you know, starting this relationship in debt. I don't even know what I was thinking. I wasn't yeah. thinking apparently, but then we eloped, you know, on a Tuesday night, rode a motorcycle to a park, gotten, you know, married with one witness and then went you know to a restaurant, had dinner and we went home. Like that was not the wedding I'd envisioned as a child, you know, like I, no part of it. I wasn't in a dress. I was in a uh, old Navy fleece with old Navy jeans on and like tennis shoes. Like it just wasn't picturesque at all. And like, as soon as it happened and I got home and I told my parents, on the phone, that's when I knew, I knew like all the red flags were just like being thrown right in my face as I was sitting there in that living room, hearing my mom's voice, hearing my dad cry. Like, I was just like, Oh shit. Like, what did I just do? But I was, you know, I couldn't, couldn't go back. So it was like, I'm okay with this decision. It was just so many red flags. And and looking back on it, he just talked me into all of it. Like, don't tell your parents, like, they're just gonna, they're not going to understand our love. They're not going to understand you know the need for us to get together, and now looking back on it, he only wanted to marry me so that I could help him get his first son back. Like I fell for that one hook, line, and sinker that he would have a, a wife and a home, and, yeah, and it was just like, yeah. And he talked me into how wonderful I'd be as a mom and all these things, and I just was like, oh, whoa, well, yeah, yeah, totally played yeah. you on that one. Yeah, yeah, I had tons
1: of red flags. We never even. There was no proposal. It was just we like yep. had a conversation and yep. we were like, "Okay, mm-hmm. let's get married." And then 8 weeks later we got married. Yep. Also, he was very religious. I am not. I thought that would be fine. But I was so pissed so that every time we going to church that. and like mm-hmm. have two different priests and the ceremony was in a different fucking language because <laughs> <laughs> he he was Armenian. So the whole ceremony, I didn't even understand. I couldn't even, I didn't even know what they're saying. I didn't know that. Are you kidding me? And I had to go to, wait. so he's Catholic. Oh so God. I had to go to those like <gasps> counseling sessions or whatever with the priest beforehand. And the priest literally said to my face, you are the most unhappy bride I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was because I was just pissed that I had to do all of it. And it felt so just right. unnatural. like it wasn't me at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then waiting in the limo before I even walked in that church, I, my heart literally was going to like explode out of my chest. Like I was so nervous and uneasy and it is just so, so different than how I felt marrying my now husband, David, like that day was so, I was just calm and I was Happy and just excited about the day. And it was just so easy. And I just yeah. look back at all of that and how I felt. And those there was just so many red flags to me. But same thing. Well, all these people put money into this, all yeah. these people showed up. They're all here waiting for me. Like there's right. I had people fly from New York. I was getting married in California. They like flew there. I mean, all of these people were involved. So I felt like, well, I can't let people down. Right. And I mean, what else am I right. gonna do? And, and then you push through and The very next day, the very next day I woke up and I was just like,
0: so did I, I woke up with like, and, and I got, I got my ass chewed the very next day by him. And it was about something so stupid and it was like, holy shit. I just put myself in the worst possible position. right? And and now my my parents are, yeah, my parents are mad at me because I just eloped. So they're not going to talk to me. They're not going to come help me. And I can't admit that I just fucked up. So I'm like, this is my life now. And I I mean, right. literally the very next day, I'm getting my ass chewed because I, I didn't get home at three 30. I got, I think I got home at like three 40 something. And he was like, what did you do for an extra 10 minutes? And I'm like, I was talking to my coworker. Well, which one and what about? And, I, and like, and again, at the beginning, I thought that was all things of like, compliment like oh, he's yeah. worried oh about me. He's, oh he's, he's jealous He's jealous and then when that fucking that whole questionnaire started being an everyday about everything like you went to the store you only got two things why did it take you 20 minutes we're two blocks from the store it should have taken you 12 minutes and i'm just like right just fuck the fuck dude you know like yeah. and but i i felt so bad about eloping that i couldn't go back i couldn't go to yeah. my parents and say i fucked up i made a wrong choice help me right you know, and then you got pregnant and then, then it's like, okay, now I got to stay. And it was just like, but that whole feeling of like, why did I not listen to myself? I was so into pleasing him of like, I need to help him get custody of his son. I need to help him. I could do this to the house, this house, I could be here for him. I could be making meals. I, I felt like I could help him and fix him and make him a better dad so easily and that's why i did it. i don't and know that, that i was so ever in love with him. That i was in love with
1: story is like because yeah. when we're especially when we're like an empath or we're somebody who just has that compassion yeah. we hear their sob story because they're always the victim and we yep. think oh well they just need more love. They just need me. They i can fix them. I can help them. I can show them the way. I can do this for them and they'll yep. change and they'll see that you know. Right. And uh, it never works that way. It doesn't ever work. <laughs> nope. But I would just, so here's one thing that happened the other day. Like, this is why my third husband is my favorite. He's my favorite one. Um, so. He he just does things that are just so sweet. So I had come home from a, a networking meeting late the other night and I don't go to gas stations at night by myself. It's like one of the most dangerous places that a woman woman could go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't do it. So I, I came home and so I had like half a tank. Uh, no, not half a tank. Like um, half a mile left on my Good. I'm hiding my gas, right? So I had told him, I was like, yeah, my lights on, like I'm out of gas, and so I don't think I'm gonna go to the gym in the morning because it's still gonna be dark in the morning and I don't want to stop at the gas station. So he's so he went, he took my car that night to the gas station, filled up my tank, brought it home, and was like, Well, now you can go to the gym in the morning. Now you have a full tank of gas. Yeah. It's just those little things I value so so much. Like he didn't have to do that. It was so sweet. It was such a nice thing for him to go and do that for me so that I felt safe. I didn't have to put myself in a weird position and so mm-hmm. that I could do what I needed to do. And he does things like that all the time. And I, I am just so grateful for what a good relationship, like what a good person I've found. And so if you're going through a divorce, you guys, or if you're healing and like, you're like, yeah. I'm going to be alone forever. Or like good you people, won't. all the good guys are taken, good people. It's not true. Like right. these people still do exist. You can find somebody who's just such a good human and will respect you and value you and show you how much they care about you and love you. Yeah. They, those people are out there.
0: Yeah, and and I think the the big part of and we've talked about this a lot as to how we found people like this is that we got right with ourselves first. Totally, like, that's the only. Know- we didn't go seeking, you know, you went seeking somebody as soon as you got divorced, you went and found somebody else. But then in between the second and third husband, you did a lot of soul searching, a lot of re Reinventing yourself, figuring out how you tick, why you tick, what you needed out of a partner. And I think too many of us, when we get married young, we think, okay, this first, this person fits the protocol. Okay, good looking, has a job, you know, we're gonna end up having the fence and the dog and the two kids and we'll be good. And you don't think about personality traits. You don't think about, okay, is this person the oldest in their family, the youngest in their family? What kind of learning style do they have? What is their love language? Like I was talking with Walker and Isaiah last night, and we were talking about future jobs, because they're young, you know, and like, and we were talking to the boys about you know, the men about, you know, you got to really find a job that fulfills your type of learning and your type Mm -hmm. of, you know, the way you think and, and don't go into just a cubicle job. If you're one of those people that can't just be part of it, you got to see the whole big process of the part of it. Yeah. And so we were talking about how important that is that that's why people get into jobs or relationships that they're absolutely fucking miserable, because they're not fitting something of how their own body and brain works like yeah they really or have they're to...
1: like telling themselves there's something wrong with them yeah. or they're right. yeah. they're like finding reasons to dismiss how they really feel right instead of just owning it owning how like, oh, this yeah, the right fit for me
0: right i mean like so if you're matched up with somebody that doesn't you know uh like love music and you're like obsessed with it and every time you turn it on they turn it off It's like, okay, they don't understand. That's like the way that you fuel yourself every day is with music, you know? And it's like, you got to match up with somebody that, that really resonates with who you are and, and understands and respects it. I mean, Jared and I don't, we don't work the same. We have a different brain. We work completely different. And it, it's very complimentary to each other because what I'm good at, he's not. And what he's good at, I'm, you know, not. And so, and I respect that. Like, Hey, you're better at this than me. And, and we tell the kids that all the time. I'm like, go to your dad for that because that is just not my cup of tea, you know? And, and they know that. But I think, I think like to your point, there was so many times when I was younger in my twenties and even thirties that I thought, gosh, I just tick a different way. Nobody's going to understand that. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to match up with me because I'm so bitchy or I'm so organized or I'm so like over the top with stuff. And it's like, Boom. Jared needed that. So he's like, I love that about, yes. you. you know, Yes, um,
1: and you guys, and she had kids already and she's been divorced. Yeah. Like, you've got to be so careful that you're not putting mm-hmm. these limits on you and yeah. saying like this person doesn't exist or no one's going to want me now. Or I have right. all this baggage or I have to sacrifice some of the things I want because it's not possible to find someone that has all the things that I need. None of that is true. Those are just stories you're telling yourself. You have to get really clear on what you want, what you need and who you are so that you know, you have your standards, you know, your deal breakers, and then you don't settle. That's how you find your ideal partner is you get really good at being on your own and fulfilling your life. And then when you meet somebody that adds value to your life, it's like a bonus. And then, but if you're dating and you're just not really aligning with someone or they just don't have all the things you know you need, you're not attached to that, to working out. You're not going to hold anything in that relationship. It'll be easier for you to walk away and say, no, this isn't what I'm looking for. And I believe that what I'm looking for exists and I refuse to settle before I find it.
0: Right. So, you know, we talked a lot about in the next chapter, just Monday and Wednesday, about what is your priority and i think you got to start there if you're really confused as to like how am i going to find somebody you got to start with what are your priorities in life you know is family first are you first and it's absolutely okay to put yourself first you know but is your religion like what what values and priorities do you have so that you go find somebody that matches that i think you and i have talked a lot about in the past and in our younger years how we were chameleons to whoever we were dating We kind of like, oh, you're into cars. I'm into cars. You're into motorcycles. I'm into motorcycles. And we kind of, we we didn't hold true to ourselves. We kind of just said, oh, this is the type of woman you need me to be. I'm that type of woman. And we put our own things aside and we said, let me just go help you. And every person I've ever been with that I've done that with never for once was like, but what are you into? But like, what's your thing? How can I show up for you? How can I, how can I be there for you? Where Jared is like, what do you want to do? Like you want to go do that? I'll go do that. Do you want to do this with me? And some things I say, yes. And some things I'm okay with him going and doing on his own. And Mm -hmm. he's okay with me going and doing on my own. But then there's those things that he shows up for me and I show up for him. And it's like to have somebody that gets that, that not everything has to be together. And I think that's a a red flag in itself is when you do absolutely everything together. That's like a codependency that you don't fucking need. So you got to get right with yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And in the next chapter, we were talking about that and you guys we have decided we did a meeting the other day. And I think this, everybody just needs to know this. We had a business meeting between Leah and I, and we just decided like, we're going to go hard into the next chapter and give you trainings that are going to blow your fucking mind. Because we just did, if you want to pull it up, we can kind of tell them what's to come, but we went ahead and did November, December, and January. So we already know what we're going to be teaching inside the next chapter for dads and for moms, obviously options to tweak things. If you guys come to us and say, Hey, we need this. But I want you to hear right now what's going to be available. Again, this is a $30 membership on a Facebook page. You get to engage with us on that page. We're going to answer questions in that page. We're really going to start kicking it up a notch in that group um, all in 2024. But we're starting right now. So, what's going on in November? What do we have left in November?
1: Um, So, we're doing, I'm doing a whole self worth training mm-hmm. this coming Monday, which is going to be so good. I've been reading books on this. And so I just have so much information. That's just so good that I have right. to And I'm just putting something together for everybody. Um, and then the next week after that in November, we're going all into trial prep because a lot mm. of the lady, and that's the thing that's cool about the next chapter is when you're in there, you get to your voice matters and you get to tell us what you want more information on, what you want trainings on. Right. And so several people in there were like, I need help with trial prep. I need to, I need more specifics, tools, examples. So Sam's going to dive into all things trial prep to get you ready. I, mean, I know that one. That's this
0: November. Right. And then December we have four and that's incredible. Yeah. And even on Christmas week, guys, we are still delivering. Yes. We're still delivering.
1: And we're going to go into some holiday stuff Um, we do. We did just have a holiday workshop, which was like very detailed two days worth of how to prep for the holidays and different things that you can do and new traditions to create. And that replay is available if you want that. You can still get all those videos. Um, But if you're a part of the next chapter, we're going to go into that again. We're going to dive into um, little tidbits of how you can decrease your stress, create holidays that feel good for you, embrace new traditions, what to do like when you're alone. Yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. give you just some good nuggets that we pulled from our two-day training and drop it in the next chapter. So if you're in there for um, for December, that's I think the first training we're doing in December.
0: Yeah. So you guys, uh, we just decided too in our business meeting that, you know, we, we flash all of these different websites up for you to go sign up some. So we just simplified it for you. Anything you need that we mention could be the next chapter. It could be a consult. It could be group coaching. It could be a a workshop that we're doing my parenting plan, her boundaries workshop, whatever it is, all you have to do is go to samandleah.com. That's it go right there. Everything you need. My private website is on there. Leah's private website is on there and everything that we do together right there. So I I challenge you to give yourself a holiday gift and go there, figure out what it is you need and just dabble around. We have free products in there. We have paid products in there. Like you have access to us, especially inside the next chapter. So here's what we're going to do. For those of you that are in the next chapter, this is like kind of a spoiler alert for what your Christmas present is we're really gonna change things up. And so we're gonna give trainings, but then there's two days that we typically do posts where there's follow-up questions. The next day will be a follow-up question about the training, but that third day, listen closely, is gonna be a post where you get to ask us a question. It could be about the lesson, or it could be about anything that you think we have the answer to. And so when you post that the following week, when we give our training, we're going to train whatever subject it is. So trial prep, I'll be talking about, but then the last 15, 20 minutes, we're going to go back to that post and answer those questions that you posted about. So even if you're at work and you miss the live, you've already posted the question and then you just got to watch the replay and you get your questions answered. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want you to consider, can you afford 30 bucks a month? I think you probably can. If you're anything like me, you can just stop buying your Duncan and your fucking Amazon. You know, cut down just a little bit, and you can get that thirty bucks because yeah. these are hour-long trainings. I mean, yeah. it's we're training and then Q&A training and Q&A. So for thirty bucks, it's you're guaranteed four trainings, sometimes five.
1: Yeah. There's five Mondays. There's five trainings in there. And the cool thing too, is all those replays stay in there and we we're supposed to take them out at the end of the month and we never fucking do. So you, (laughs) You it's over 30 bucks. You get in there and you might get two months worth of training. Like all those videos are still in there. They're just stored in that group. So it's, it's awesome. And there's so much information in
0: there. Right. So if you guys have found this helpful, um, give it a follow, give it a like, and we're going to go from there.